through rose-colored lenses for the next five years. Dave Rose gets a lengthy contract extension. Congratulations. One of his former stars, Jackson Emery, joins the show. Plus, Jeff Judkins on passing 300 wins and another Mo Longy sighting. 6'7", 410 pounds of call to serve. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. What is up? BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Tuesday, February 10th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Space Jam stunt double, (laughs) Brian Logan. Space Jam was a good movie, man. That soundtrack was legit, it man. Was, it was. I try. I get sad. I try to watch, have my son watch it when it comes on. He wants no part of it. No part. <laughs> you got your Jordans on today, man. I do got my Jordans on, and you know, I got my sweats on. People can't see, but I got my sweats on. I'm, t- I'm catching a flight, so uh, I'm trying to get comfy. Brent's comfy, comfy. Yeah, for sure, man. You're repping the BYU Sports Nation on the plane. Oh, yeah, man. I, you know, I'm going to, to South Carolina, so um, you know, I'm going to represent You know, when I get on the plane. I'll make an effort. While I'm walking through the, the aisle, I'm just going to stop and take off my jacket so everybody can kind of see everything. So, you know, I, I'm representing, man, wherever I go. Speaking of the airport, you just missed the latest sighting of Motikiai Longi. Mo Longi with another picture in the airport. And guess what? He's still enormous. Still huge, man. And the buzz remains super <laughs> high about BYU's unknown recruit who won signing day via social media and the it's all over the internet last Wednesday. He has like paparazzi following him around like, oh, well, there he is. Oh, it is. The legend is true. It does. It, 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 he does exist. I believe the picture was sent in by at true blue. No, you nice Twitter handle, by the way. But yeah, Mo Longy on his way to Arizona to serve a two year mission. Who knows what's going to happen when he gets home. But right now he is. He's the guy. It'll be interesting to see how much weight he puts on or how much he loses. I think that will determine offense or defense, maybe. He does not look 410. <laughs> no. every, every picture I see, how... I want to take a picture by him. Do you think I'll come up to like his hip or something? <laughs> if that. <laughs> maybe. The conversation alive and well on Twitter 24-7. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Brian, tell the people the Twitter question. What is in store for BYU basketball in the next one, two, three, four, fifth years? Okay. Was that good English? Uh, one, two, three, four, fifth. Yes. Oh. <laughs> one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> Educated. That's right. <laughs> At Y for Life says, defense, please? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, that's his. That's 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 not the tweet. <laughs> that's what he wrote in for his name. But he does start out the tweet with defense. Then he says, maybe a new assistant coach, NCAA appearances, big names starting to come back, and beating rivals again. I would love all of those. Yes to the fourth power on that. Yes, yes. Defense. I like the defense part because defense wins championships, baby. BYU right. Sports Nation headlines. What's going on today? Dave Rose gets his five-year contract extension as the head coach of BYU basketball. His star, Kyle Collinsworth, named the West Coast Conference Player of the Week for the third time this season. Nice. Guessing that has something to do with triple doubles. Yep. Not to be outdone, Lexi Eaton earns the West Coast Conference Women's Basketball Player of the Week after a career-high 37 points and 14 rebounds last Thursday. BYU Basketball will hold an official press conference today at 3 Eastern, 
one mountain. Now, generally, a press conference that requires a formal invitation and announcement like that means big news. Major news. I'm excited. Follow BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, at Spencer Linton, at Brian Logan 7 at Jerem Jordan. All the details, and you can tune in tomorrow for an hour full of reaction from whatever this press conference will hold. Leah Garner, BYU women's golf, still getting it done. She's really good. She like, is good. I think, man, I'd like to play golf with her. And then I think, nope, nope, I wouldn't like to play golf with I, you her. You know, I'll challenge her to putt-putt any day. Tied for first in the Gold Rush Tournament for BYU after two rounds. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Five more years. What I really enjoy about uh, this job and about here at BYU is that the fans, they're so passionate. And they love these guys. They love these teams. It's uh, it, what, what makes everything worth it is that uh, people really care. Dave Rose earlier this year on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Director of Athletics Tom Homo announcing Monday that his head basketball coach Dave Rose signed a new five-year contract through the 2019-2020 season. To quote Dave Rose, I'm excited about the future of BYU basketball. We have great student-athletes and coaches at BYU who are committed to the success of our program, end quote. Now for Tom Homo. I appreciate all that Dave has accomplished over the past decade as head coach of our men's basketball program. He is an incredible leader and one of the best coaches in the country. Preach. More on that in just a bit. I think you'll agree with Tom Homo after some of the numbers that we go through. Under Dave Rose, Brian, BYU basketball in the midst of its most successful era in program history. Okay? Starting with this, 250 wins in not even 10 seasons. My notes have that as exceptional, my friend. Nice. Yes. That I mean, to, to win is hard, right? Uh, just in general, to win any basketball games or, or sports competitions, it's hard to win. And to, to do that 250 times uh, in not even 10 seasons – uh, is a huge accomplishment. You talk about a guy being consistent, a guy that has the formula for success and just knows how to win, man. That's, it's, it's unbelievable what he's done. To string together nine 20-plus win seasons. I mean, it's, it's one thing to win and have you know, a flash-in-the-pan moment, yeah, right. but right. to do it consistently at BYU, which is not an easy thing to do, that's why he deserves a five-year contract, in my opinion. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 25.8 under Dave Rose. BYU is averaging 25.8 wins per season. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing because it's like good? Like, oh my God. Yes. Man. That is That's incredible. That's like stupid good. It's dumb good. Man, it, it, it's you, you. You said it though, Spencer. I mean, I mean to be consistent and and at BYU. I don't think these coaches get the credit that's deserved when you talk about the honor code and just some of the challenges and uh, that you know this place is really unique when it comes to recruiting and things like that. So uh, to, to not only win but to win at BYU at a, at a consistent level, um, man, that that speaks volume. There's some coaches that will say. Man, everybody at BYU or even Air Force, these academies, they have the toughest job when it comes to, to coaching. Um, and, and many of them believe that if they were to get other jobs, other you know, anywhere else in the country, that they would be that much more successful because they don't have you know, kind of the rules and regulations. I thought that was pretty interesting. Dave Rose is a guy that could go anywhere, and I'm telling you, anywhere, 
and be successful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well when you look at, obviously, re- recruiting and, and just some of the challenges, right, with the honor code and things like that, mostly other schools don't have to worry about that. So, you know, you might get some some – upper-end talent, maybe some four-star guys, some five-star guys. But, you know, it's kind of rare to get that at BYU. So for you to, to win consistently 250 wins with, with guys that um, maybe aren't evaluated as, as the top tier initially coming out of high school, um, you know, that's saying something about your coaching style, how you're able to maximize the potential for those two, three-star kids, maybe some even walk-ons. Uh, and, and really elevate their game to, to you know, all-conference guys. Jimmer Fredette got scholarship offers from two schools. Right. Yep, exactly. And Brigham Young was one of them. Thank you, Dave Rose. Exactly. Let's keep the resume of consistency going here. Two, the top two scorers in BYU history recruited and coached at BYU by Dave Rose, not to mention the now NCAA triple-double single-season record holder, Kyle Collinsworth. True. Seven of nine years in the NCAA tournament, he has four wins in the big dance. Don't shake your head at that, okay? This is what's unbelievable to me. In his first year, BYU coming off a 9-21 and season. Okay. Terrible year, 04-05. Okay. Dave Rose wins 20-plus games and gets his team back into the postseason in the NIT. Mm. Complete turnaround. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. Just I'm I'm just turning this whole thing around. We're not even going back anymore. Upside down, shake it all around, do the hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> His second trip to the NIT resulted in a trip to Madison Square Garden and the Final Four. Four conference championships. Team leads the nation in scoring. Exciting brand of basketball. All this from a guy, Brian, who you are super high on this part, has beat cancer twice yeah that's that's the biggest thing for me out of all his stats out of all his accomplishments um the fact that he's able to to beat cancer twice and, and I am a big believer on um you know how to beat cancer obviously you have you know medical things and doctors that help you out in treatment but I really do believe it, it has a lot to do with your attitude and, and my grandmother uh, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer a few years ago and she beat it and there was not one time that I saw you know, any sad uh, look on her face. She always had a smile, and she was always happy. I'm almost tearing up a little bit, but that's exactly what, what, what Coach Rose did. Um, you know, he, he's able to, he was able to, you know, look at it and say, hey, you know, I'm going to go through this situation, put a smile on my face, and, and I want my, my guys to learn from it. You know, I want them to, to know that this is something that you can get through. There's challenges that we go through uh, in our daily lives, and, and you know, you can, you can get through those with, with perseverance. And, and it's just great that he's able to develop these kids, you know, on the court, you know, guys like Jimmer, uh, you know, Brandon Davies that went on to, to play at the next level, but to also, you know, have a message um, uh, through his cancer that, hey, you know, we can, all, all things are possible. You can beat, you know, anything that you, that you face. So uh, that's something that I love is that, that kids are going to be able to take that lesson, you know, for the rest of their lives. It's interesting to talk to he and his wife, Cheryl Rose, about the, the change of pace and lifestyle that that created. And he's big on now enjoying the moment. Yep. And we'll talk to Jackson Emery about that coming up in about 20 minutes on BYU Sports Nation and get his take on why he feels Dave Rose is 110% deserving of this five-year extension. There are a couple of things that are still eluding (laughs) Coach Rose at this point, and he's hungry for them. He'll be the first to admit it. One is a conference tournament 
championship. BYU, the men's basketball team, has not won a conference tournament championship since 2001. Ooh. We're coming up on 14 Ooh. years. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You better believe he wants that, and the Cougars could use it this year of all years. Yeah. Oh, yes. You actually need that. We need that. <laughs> and a West Coast Conference title. All four of his conference championships came in the Mountain West Conference. The WCC has been an interesting transition. Of course, you've got Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Yep. BYU still searching for a regular season West Coast Conference title. Yeah, and these are these are good things for, for Coach Rose to, to shoot for. I mean, obviously that's going to be a part of every coach's goals heading into the season is, uh, you know, win the tournament uh, and then, you know, win, win the conference title. For me personally, and this goes back to a little bit of our argument, uh, you know, uh, that we have every once in a blue moon, <laughs> and uh, it, it's to go a little bit deeper in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great that you've had – um, you know, a lot of appearances, um, you know, seven uh, out of the nine. Right. And 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 it, it's it's that's cool and everything. But I, I feel to take it to the next level, uh, you know, go a little bit deeper. So that's 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 what I would like oh, to see pers- p- personally. I agree. Otherwise, with that. I would just like you to go to the Final Four or win a national championship or win, win an NIT championship. You know, because that's going deeper, Ryan, right? <laughs> you got Ryan, that look on your face. We are face. not. We are you got not that look on your face. into the NCAA I'm, tournament hey, versus NIT. You know, I'm just debacle. You know, I just again. had to throw my uh, you know five cents in there. I know yeah. you want to watch BYU play more, and you that's would, all it is. You want to see more games, just but more games. the let. The goal is always to make the big and it, dance. And it, and it should be. I mean, it's, gonna, it's, it's obviously great for the program, right? And when you go in and sitting down with these kids, yeah, you know, we always make, you know, make it to the, to the big dance every year. You can go dancing every single year. Nobody, no kid wants to hear, yeah, we get to go to the NIT, you know. You, <laughs> you, 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 Preach, you brother. Know, you can't, Preach. You, you can't go dancing, but, uh, you know, you could, uh, you know, bob your head on the wall. You know, you could be a wallflower. Nobody wants to hear that. So, obviously, yeah, you want to you want that to be the goal but i'm just saying you we talk about going to that next level um you already showed and proven that you can make it to the big dance now let's kind of go a little bit further let's go a little bit deeper that's a lot easier said than done you want some context for this next five years for byu basketball it starts with the lone peak high school pipeline in alpine utah that he has recruited eric mika tj haas nick emery the younger brother of jackson so that's just some things to think about, okay? What is in store for BYU basketball over the next five years? Let's get to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At JSJ35, Terry Nashif, assistant coach, replaces his clear-framed glasses with some BYU Sports Station blue goggles. <laughs> nice. That's how you think blue, ladies and gentlemen. At Everyday Jeff's conference, regular season, and tournament championships – it's been too long. Yes, too too long. I agree with that. Up next, another coach who just reached a milestone win, former NBA guy Jeff Judkins, on what it takes to be consistently awesome at the collegiate level. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, Brian, have you heard about our podcast um, is that where you think blue all the time? Is that, that where podcast? I think blue? Is that where you think blue? Are you really that, making a push for that hashtag, aren't think you? Think blue, man. You guys just think blue. It's, that's the good karma. You know, it's the mental karma. All right. You know? Well, the podcast, daily, available at the iTunes store. You can download it there or at BYUSportsNation.com. If you miss anything, it's all neatly packaged up on demand for your enjoyment. 
our Twitter question today. What is in store for BYU basketball in the next five years? That's spinning off of the contract that Dave Rose has just signed to carry him to the 2019-2020 season. At PWNR1019 says, deep tournament runs. Would love that. Agreed. Conference championships, which have eluded Dave in the West Coast Conference thus far, and teams like 2011. That was magical, okay? All of those things I would absolutely love. Up next, a guy who knows a thing or two about winning basketball games and is a good friend of Dave Rose, the head coach of the women's basketball team, former collegiate All-American NBA alum, Jeff Judkins in studio. Your resume is lengthy, my friend. <laughs> it means I've been alive too long. <laughs> First of all, congratulations on wins 300 yes. and 300 well, yes, Thanks. Congrats. Thanks. That's, you know, it's can't believe I've been here that long. You know, that's kind of what it means when you win 300 games. You know, you've, you've been in a program for a while. And, I mean, I see Gino with, nine, with 900, and I'm going, holy cow. He's, you know, two-thirds more than me. But my assistant coaches had a good time. They, they went back and looked at my coaching. For, I've coached for 24 years, and uh, they said I have 700-something. So they go, you're riding the, riding the really path of Gino. He's coached for 32 years, and – you run on his coattail. So that makes me feel a little bit better that, hey, you know, my basketball experience for 24 years, I've been really blessed and to have good teams and be able to win some games. You bring up Gino Ariema. Listen, you're one of very few coaches that has made him feel uneasy in head-to-head <laughs> competition. Last year in the Sweet 16, there were some moments where he was like, what is going right. on? Yeah, he was a little nervous. I kind of like that. I, <laughs> it would have been a lot better at the end of the game to have beaten him, but at least I made him think about some things and just wasn't like, hey, I'm just going to steamroll over you. Um, I think a lot of people got a good look at that and realized that if you uh, execute and do the things you need to, you can you can push them to the limit. Yeah, well, coaches like like yourself and, and Gino, you guys stay around because you're consistent, right? It's one thing to be good and, and have – you know, a good season here, a good season there, but to be consistent—that's to me, I think, the biggest challenge. Yeah, I, I'm kind of kind of confused. A lot of people didn't tweet that, like, have Dave Rolls be consistent for the next five years, win 25 games a, a year. Um, mm-hmm. As a coach, you know, like Brian's right. As a coach, you look at that a lot. You look and say, I need to be consistent every year. And you know, the the big number for coaches is, in basketball is 20 wins. That's the big. You get 20 wins and you continue doing that. That's that's important. And um, doing that, then that gives you the opportunity to make that special run. And to me, what a key is, and a lot of people don't realize, when you have a good team mm. and you get to the NCAA tournament with a good team, how can you, how can you, do, you know, what can that season mean to you? And when Dave had Jimmer and they were good, they went to Sweet 16. So that was, for him, that's a real positive thing. For me last year, having Jen and Kim Beeston and Lexi and Morgan and all these guys, we had a good team and we got to really show that. So, um, But I'll never forget the Final Four that I, that I coached at, at Utah. And to be able to get that far and get the championship game is something that I'll, that I'll always remember. Now you've been to two Sweet 16s as the head coach of BYU basketball. And uh, this year, it started out slow for your, for your team. <laughs> Yeah. Um, lost some games that you, I'm sure you feel like you probably shouldn't have lost, but now have won 12 of 13 and on a five-game win streak at 19 and five in second place of the West Coast Conference. How do you like where your women's team stands now? Well, we have a big week. We have St. Mary's who beat us here. 
uh, and we play Pacific, who both are, um, I think, 10 and 3 or 9 and 3, and we're 11 and 2. So it's, this is a big weekend for us. And, you know, you're right. We lost our first two games, and um, it's been kind of a uphill battle. And we've, we've just stuck together. You know, I've had a lot of changes. You know, I lose Ashley Garfield to an injury. I have some players that I thought would, would step in that maybe didn't step in as fast as I thought. I, I've got some some players that really have surprised me. You know, Mackenzie Morrison has been a really good surprise, come in and really done a great job for us. Kind of kind of took Kim's spot. Kim was one of my best defenders, and Mackenzie's done that, and Mackenzie's hit some big baskets for us, some three-pointers. Uh, Lexi is playing last week was, you know, 37, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was. 37 points. I mean, she almost outscores Pepperdine at half. Bailey gets in early foul trouble and Lexi just turns the old switch on. And I want to know what she, what she ate for breakfast that morning. I don't know. Yeah. I got to find it out too. And make sure she's right. She, but she had a big week for us and she's playing her best basketball right now. She's the West coast conference player of the week, a week after Morgan Bailey was named the WCC Player of the Week. So back-to-back there. I heard something interesting from Lexi uh, after she scored 37-14. and And she said, you know, it wasn't that I was just going crazy or going off. I, I just feel like I was, I was doing what I, what I can do. Yeah, that's, that, you know, to tell you the truth, that's how I looked at it. When she, that, that performance, I didn't know she scored that many points. I saw a half she had 24, but I didn't know that. Um, until I saw the stat sheet, but that's how she plays. And in practice, or I've seen her in, in a lot of games, just go like that. And um, it's just kind of like another day. You know, it's kind of like I saw Durant last night get, her, get his 40. It's like he just said, well, I'm just open. I hit shots. Well, that's what they do. And uh, I thought Lexi really, uh, you know, it's hard when you have a really good first half to come back the second half and do what she did. Yeah, People don't realize how hard that is. A team makes adjustments at halftime. Uh, Bailey had to get in the flow, so that kind of takes some shots away from Lexi, but I thought she did a really good job with that. You know, that's, that's interesting what you say as far as coming back after halftime and you know, kind of rest, you cool down, but still be consistent. Um, for you guys, you're headed into, you know, towards the, the end of the season, wrapping things up and then looking into the, 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 the conference uh, tournament. How important is it for you guys to keep this momentum, you know, keep, uh, you know, peaking, right, at, at the right moments, um, especially when you talk about Lexi Eden and Morgan Bailey, your, your two dominant players? Well, first of all, we have a chance to win the championship, mm-hmm. and that's a goal. Uh, we're two games behind Gonzaga, but we're going to play them here, so we have a chance, and we hope somebody else can can beat them. But we've got to take care of our business. Yeah, they almost win. slipped the other night in quadruple I know, overtime. They, they probably should have lost, but, you know, it's – it's how basketball is, but we have to take care of our business. But we also want to, like you said, Brian, we want to play good at the end of the year so that when the tournament comes, you know, we have a chance. We've been in the finals uh, two of the last three years. Mm-hmm. We won it once. Last year we kind of stumbled a little bit and had, a, had our chances. Um, so we want to go in and hopefully do well in the tournament and be able to have a chance to win it. The men's team has an opportunity here. Uh, to go on a nice little late-season run because they have three home games, starting with St. Mary's on Thursday, then Pacific, and then San Diego. Now, if the men's team under Dave Rose, who got that new contract, can make a run and get some wind in the sails, do you envision that they have a chance to now 
snap back through that bubble and get into the NCAA tournament. Well, I think they've they've been so consistent over the years, seven out of the last nine years. The NCAA looks at that. I think they also look at their strength of their schedule. I think their schedule is, if it's not one of the hardest, it's probably cold second. I think Gonzaga and them have done the best job of scheduling. And then I think third, how they look at it is how well they're playing at the end of the year. And if they yeah. can take care of business and win these five games and then do well in the tournament. The only negative thing is, you know, St. Mary's and Pepperdine are ahead of them. And if they tie with Pepperdine, Pepperdine has the, the nod since they beat them. But if they do that, they can come in and, and they can do some damage in this tournament and have a chance to win in it. it. You never know. The tournament is – Gonzaga's won it, but – over the years, both of them have won it, but they haven't won it easily. It's not like they just dominated that championship game. Both teams can come in and, and, and really do it. And I think that's what Dave is I – mean, Dave's like me. He's looking at one game. St. Mary's is a very good team. they got to come in with focus and be able to do that. And it looks like they're, they're playing better. Um, you know, I thought they played really well against Pepperdine. The ball just bounced the wrong way a couple, a couple of possessions, but – they they take care of business Thursday night, and uh, they can they you know they can be anybody any given night. They've they've really proven that. That's the thing. They haven't lost the game by more than seven points, and that's against yeah. some of the elite competition uh, in the country. Yeah, D- Dave Rose it was interesting. Yesterday we talked about him. Uh, having ten different lineups uh, that he started this. <laughs> ten different starting lineups. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... It's, it, it's it's crazy, and uh, you know it, it would be nice to for him to kind of hone that down and move it into the tournament. But do you think that's something important for him to to uh, capture before moving into the? Tournament? Well, he's he's made a lot of adjustments trying to find the right combination, and sometimes it's good at the first of the year, and then all of a sudden another combination comes in and it's better and mm-hmm. and uh good coaches and what he's done is is he's done a great job of trying to balance all that out i I know last year we i didn't change my lineup once I mean I was lucky nobody mm-hmm. got hurt except for Morgan got hurt a couple of games, and I moved Ashley in that position but you know sometimes the years you're really you you turn out to be really good you don't have a lot of injuries and You've been lucky, but sometimes you got you got to just kind of scramble. And I thought he's he's done a good job of trying to mesh what he's what he's doing with certain lineups against certain teams. And um, he's got some guys that have bought into that, which is that's important too. You you got to buy into that. You just you might be able to say this is how we're going, but the team doesn't feel good about it. But I think they've they've done a good job. And he's had a he's had two players that let's face it. I mean. Tyler Haas is is gonna he's gonna break the record, be the leading scorer in BYU history, and then secondly to have Kyle who has broken five <laughs> triple doubles. Come on, I mean, I don't know, Magic Johnson didn't do that. Right. So <laughs> what does that tell you? I mean, he's got two players that, and he's getting he's getting better better play out of his out of his of his other three and 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 the bench. And I I think his bigs have done better the last last you know three or four games have come in and tried to be more aggressive and, and do that. So You and Dave Rose could have some kumbaya moments uh, about injuries and making adjustments in the lineup this year. <laughs> yeah. It's been a real challenge, and that's something that I don't want to overlook and I, I want to bring to the attention of BYU Sports Nation is that it's really difficult when you're dealt a bad, I guess, hand of cards and you have to, to make the most of that and, and still go win, and that's what you and Dave have both been uh, able to do consistently. And yeah. so, Probably a good example of it is you're married and all of a sudden your husband or wife gets sick really bad or an injury and can't, be, can't function. How does the family deal with it? And, mm. 
yeah, it, it still goes, but it's not the same. It's just not, and that's right. kind of what happened. It's really happened to a lot of sports this year. Football got it, and and uh, you know, men's basketball, and we've got a little bit of. We've been only losing one player, but Ashley's been a was a big part of this team, and she did a lot for the for for not just for for herself, but for this team to really win as many games as we have. And it's tough. You got to adjust and. Maybe that's why we get the big bucks. Is that what it is? That's right. So everybody the everybody big bucks. says that to me. Yeah, you make, is your you know, five-year contract coming soon? Yeah, coach? I hope that'd be really nice. <laughs> Jamming with Juddy as we do every week on BYU Sports Station. Great to have you with us, Coach. Thanks, Good Spencer. luck against St. Mary's and Pacific. Yeah, thanks. And remember, you can watch us online. There's a lot of people who are doing that now. And after you, you can catch us, we're a little bit later than the men's game, so you can catch us after that. Make nice. it happen, BYU Sports Nation. Up next, Jackson Emery on why Dave Rose deserves every bit of his five-year contract extension. This is BYU Sports Nation. The Cougar Club supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com. As a friendly reminder, men's basketball against St. Mary's. Thursday, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. You can listen to it on BYU Radio and watch the game on ESPN2. Joining us now, a man who can give us some insight into that Gales Cougars showdown on Thursday night and a guy who was the lockdown defender underneath Dave Rose, Jackson Emery. Jackson, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, I appreciate it. It's good to be on, guys. Good to have you back with us. Dave Rose gets a five-year contract extension. What was your reaction to that news yesterday, Jackson? (laughs) Well, I knew for a little while it was going to happen, but when I first heard about it, um, I mean, ecstatic. You know, you know, the biggest thing, I mean, we all know that Coach Rose is a fantastic coach. We all know what he's capable of doing. We see what he did with the program um, from my freshman year and his first year to where it is now. I mean, we've won conference championships, gone to NCAA, NCAA tournaments. We've won those games. We've been ranked in the top 10, top 25, top 5. Um, you know, but the biggest thing that I take out of all of this is that he feels healthy enough to continue. Because um, that's always been the question with Coach with his cancer is, you know, how much longer can he go for? And I think this just tells you that he feels really good and he feels like he definitely has five more years in him. Jackson Emery with us on BYU Sports Nation talking about Dave Rose's five-year contract extension you mentioned how he is great. What makes him uniquely great compared to some of the other big-name coaches in college basketball? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think there's a couple of things. I think Coach is fantastic building uh, coach-player relationships. He's really good at coming down to your level, chatting with you, adapting to your situation, talking with you in terms of what your, your, your personal goals are as well as your you know, career goals at BYU. Um, I think another really good thing he does on the coaching standpoint of things is that he's, he's a master delegator. He, uh, he uh, brings in coaches that he feels can help him win, and he lets them do what they need to do in their respective, uh, you know, division department, however you want to call it, where they need to, you know, whether it be with the defense or the offense, and he just lets them coach. So sometimes you'll go to practices, and he'll just sit there, and he'll just watch. He'll soak it all in, and then when they go watch film the next day, I mean, he'll chat with the coaches and say, hey, this is my philosophy. This is what I want to do. The coaches then take that, and then they, they come up with schemes around that and get the buy-in from the players. 
Jackson, I love the fact that you said um, he will talk to you about your personal life, you know, outside of, of basketball. Uh, what are some of the things that you will take away from, from Coach Rose um, off the court? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing that I remember um, and probably the biggest message I received was my senior year. I mean, my my senior year, we're in the middle of, um, I mean, being a top-10 team. Uh, I mean, the the ride we had that year was just incredible. I mean, we had Jim Romania. We just had a bunch of awesome things going on. Um, the, the future looks bright for us. Um, but sometimes you get lost in those moments, and you start looking further down the road, and, you know, Coach Rose sat us down one day and just talked to us about enjoying enjoying the moment. Um, and that, you know, if you don't enjoy it, uh, it's going to go away pretty quickly. And once it goes away, you, you can never get it back. And I really appreciate that because, you know, now that I look back, you know, it's been four years since I graduated. I mean, four years. I mean, it just seems like it was yesterday that I was playing. So, you know, now, you know, everything I try to do in my life, I try to live in the moment, enjoy it, because that's just how it is in my things. Things fly by, and if you don't enjoy it, you're going to have a lot of regrets later on. Jackson Emery, the 2011 Mountain West Conference Defensive Player of the Year, all-time steals leader at BYU with us on BYU Sports Nation. Jackson, Coach Rose has set up the Lone Peak Pipeline. You are part of that. What is it about Lone Peak High School basketball connecting with BYU and that uh, unique relationship there? Yeah, no, it's a really good question. You know, it was kind of the – we kind of took the the place of, you know, Tim View had it, the pipeline for football. They still feed some players there, but not as often as they used to with uh, the the Reynolds and the Harvey Youngas and the Ashworths and Coveys. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, a large part of it is there's a lot of tradition with a lot of these Lone Peak players, whether it be, you know, parents went to BYU, parents played at BYU, siblings played at BYU, you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, in terms of just quality of players coming out of Lone Peak, I mean, Quincy Lewis has done a fantastic job. I feel like he's an elite coach. He can coach at the the next level, but uh, you know he's chosen to be a high school coach and just to develop these players and run his own program. Um, and then a large part of that is you know Quincy played for Coach Rose, you know down at Dixie back in his day. So you know they have a lot of the same mentality in terms of run and gun play. You know just play hard nose defense and you know that's really what it comes down to is once you feel comfortable in that system you feel like it's an easy transition into the next level jackson let's talk about your family home evening situation last night uh you tweeted out a picture of nick dribbling a couple of basketballs it looked like in a church gym uh what happened at family home evening for the emery's last night <laughs> yeah so you know the part one was obviously with my three-year-old and 18-month-year-old and wife and <laughs> Part two was with uh, my uh, 20, 20 year old uh, brother, but uh, you know we're, we're making a huge effort right now to get in the gym every single night. Um, you know, right now our biggest focus is just on ball handling. Um, you know, I've talked with him quite a bit. You know, at this next level, guys are more physical; they're quicker. It's harder to get open, so every little advantage you can have uh, will help you greatly. And right now, I feel like you know him pushing as a you know a point guard as well as you know a two guard at times. That you know he needs to definitely 
better his uh, ball handling skills. And so it starts now. We do 30 minutes to an hour every single evening. Um, during the day, he's at BYU. He gets a workout down there, gets shots up there. And I said, listen, everyone loves to shoot the ball. You're going to get a million shots up in the next nine months, but we've got to have a, ball, a couple balls in your hands, and let's get those, those uh, handles tightened up. Jackson, I have said this, you know, for my whole life that the younger brother is always, always better than the older brother because the older brother, you know, spends time with the younger brother. He shows them the ropes, kind of like what you're doing now. Uh, at this moment, who would you say is better, you or your brother? <laughs> I always have the advantage, you know, the the little brother is always going to be better in so many areas, but once he takes on the big brother, it's just the big brother mentality. He kind of shrivels up, gets a little small. He knows, <laughs> he knows he's in charge. But, uh, no, I mean, Nick's going to be a, a terrific player. I mean, he still has a lot to learn. Um, he still has a long road ahead of him in terms of just getting back in shape and getting back to the playing level that he was before and even, even more so in, in developing even more. But, uh, I think he's right on track. He's got a, a great head. He's got a great mentality. He learned a lot on his mission, very mature. So uh, I, I'm really excited to see him develop in the next little bit. What makes Nick Emery great? I mean, you can see his potential, obviously, because you're his brother and you've watched him grow up and, and play, but uh, you're different players. So in your mind, what makes Nick different than you and makes him great? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing between me and Nick is uh, confidence. Um, and not not saying that I didn't have confidence, but, you know, as Brian was alluding to, I mean, being the older brother, you're the first at doing everything. You're, you're not quite sure, is this the way it's supposed to be done? Am I doing it right? Because you don't really have anyone telling you. I mean, you might have coaches and stuff, but when you're in the gym on Monday night, you, don't have, you didn't have that older brother. I didn't have that. So uh, with a little brother um, – I mean, he saw his older brother do it. He knows what he needs to do. He's confident. Um, and I think that's really what makes him stick out is, I mean, anything that I ever did, whether he, I mean, we're seven years in difference in age, and anything I ever did, whether he was nine or, you know, 20 now, he feels like he can do it even better. So, I mean, it just tells a lot about who he is and what he's capable of doing. Three-time All-Mountain West Conference defender Jackson Emery on BYU Sports Nation. What is this team doing right now to come up just short as we move to now BYU basketball? They haven't lost a game by more than seven points. They have a couple of quality wins over UMass and Stanford, but they're on the bu- They're outside of the bubble, really, Jackson. So what, what does this team need to do to try and uh, get, do the unexpected and get to the NCAA tournament? Yeah, you know, it's... it's it's been a tough year for BYU. Um, a lot of great individual talent. We've seen that with some of the guys that are going to break some records. But as a as a whole, as a team, it's been a real a real struggle this year in terms of getting those quality wins and uh, beating some teams that you absolutely should beat and would beat ninety nine percent of the time. Um, but I mean, at this point, I mean, the kind of interesting thing is all around the country basketball is down. I mean, you look at even the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is not as strong as it used to be, and that's why I feel like Utah has a really good chance of winning this year because, I mean, it's a, it's a two-horse race between them and Arizona. But, uh, I mean, overall, basketball around the country is down. You look at programs like Florida, Michigan State, these teams that were top 15 programs a year ago are struggling to even just be in the top 25 and to win games. And, uh, 
so I feel like that gives BYU a chance in terms of when you have other teams that have really, you know, down years, that keeps you in the mix. But, I mean, at this point, BYU has to – they have to beat St. Mary's at home tonight. They have to probably go into Gonzaga when they're – if they even want to have a chance in that large bid. But I think realistically what we're looking at is they've got to go down to the tournament in March and uh, make sure they come out uh, victorious so they can get that auto bid. Jackson, with, with St. Mary's um, coming up here, the biggest, I think, obstacle is, is Brad Waldo. Do you think a guy like Josh Sharp, who's come on you know, this last game and really just an effort player, can come and, and really make an impact against a guy like Brad Waldo? You know, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, Waldo's a big body. Waldo is a big boy. And, I mean, someone like Sharp, I mean, yeah, at least not one-on-one. I mean, if we're if we're going to put Sharp on him, I mean, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to monster him the entire game, bring a second defender over and get the ball out of his hands. But, you know, Waldo, he's smart. He's a senior. He's been through this for several years. He, he's a pretty good passer. So, um we're going to mix it up. I think you'll see Kafusi at times. I think you'll see probably Sharp a little bit. I think you'll see Isaac Nelson, Ryan Andrus. I mean, we'll try to do a lot of different things, but I think the biggest thing is to, I mean, fight him first. Don't let him have an easy catch on the block. Try to push him out 15, 16 feet where he's not comfortable. Try to let him dribble down, have the guards dig a little bit, and, you know, make him uncomfortable and uh, keep him off the glass. I mean, last game, I think he had, you know, seven offensive rebounds. So, I mean, that. I mean, that really doesn't help your case when he's getting easy putbacks. Jackson Emery with us on BYU Sports Nation. Jackson, when are we going to get you in studio, man? We're gonna, we got this seat warm for you. We need to get you into Studio B. <laughs> Anytime, guys. I mean, I'm only 20, 25 minutes away, but, I mean, that's, uh, that's the best thing about technology. I mean, I feel like you can be anywhere at once. <laughs> that, that's, that's right. Make sure you bring Andrew Rich with you as well. I still got a couple bones to pick with him. He doesn't – I don't think he likes me anymore, man. And you just, I need you to be my personal uh, messenger and uh, let him know uh, that I'm still looking for him and, and to watch his back. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know. He, he's getting a little soft, Brian, so uh, that will be easy. See, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, we got to toughen him up, man. You know, you know how he was with the safety and, and uh, being a hard hitter. So uh, I think his kid may, may assault him up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jackson, great to talk to you. Hey, guys, I really appreciate your time. You guys have a great week, and go Cougs. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes, once upon a time Jackson Emery was one of those, their role models, leaders, graduates, and champions, be willing to help them succeed with your donation. And of course, welcome to the club. Up next, how about a hashtag for another Molongi sighting? This time at the airport. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I'm Spencer Linton, and to my left, the fabulous Brian Logan. Oh, thank you, man. You're just saying that because I got makeup on right now, you know? That is has nothing to do with why I'm yeah, saying that. Because you you're, you're saying I'm fabulous looking? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying you're a fabulous person. Oh, okay. I'm, I heard looking for some reason. I don't know. The maybe, t-shirt you're maybe. wearing may have a little that's, something that's to do with it. That's probably what it is. It's all the way around. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm welcome. turning purple right as we speak. This Friday, Mountain Rim Gymnastics Championship Athlete of the Week, Jill Van Mierlo and the BYU Cougars host Southern Utah in a dual meet. BYU outscored the then number 22-ranked T-Birds in Cedar City earlier this season. 
Cougs could use a big-time meet to help their regional qualifying score. Our Twitter question today, what is in store for BYU basketball over the next five years? At COT underscore BYU football says, I think they will make it to at least the Elite Eight in the next five years. Hashtag bold prediction. And that is bold. That is. I like that hashtag. right there. I like that. I like that a lot. Let's take that mojo and roll with it. BYU Sports Nation says, hashtag this. This is how it works. We throw out a given scenario. Brian and I will come up with an off the top of our head, hashtag for that subject. Number one. Hashtag this. Five more years of Dave Rose hoops at BYU. Hashtag pending conference championships. It's going to happen, Brian. Hmm. It's a matter of time before he starts to dominate the West Coast Conference, and I think that starts with the Lone Peak Pipeline. I'm going to go with hashtag no more NIT talk. And I'm going to ride along with you. I think you're on the right track, and because of that, I don't need to discuss any more NIT talks and them going and get, when going to the Final Four and all that good stuff. Just the big dance now. We've converted you? That, 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 it's that, a miracle! That five-year contract converted me. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Hashtag this. That moment when BYU announces a press conference at 3 Eastern today. Hashtag please, please be a practice facility for basketball. I don't know what it is. But it's exciting when things are official. And the speculation has been out there for a while. Would I would love, love to hear that happen. Any upgrade for BYU basketball is a great thing. Uh, hashtag new recruits is, is what comes to my mind. Bet, or better recruits. Uh, higher quality recruits. And I'm going to go right along with you again. Uh, you know, when, it, when things are official, uh, something like this, and, and we, we've heard speculation, uh, it's, it's almost exciting to, to think and to hope and to pray that it is a somewhat of a new facility, right? And which is going to bring in better recruits, higher quality recruits, because uh, as athletes, you live uh, pretty much in those facilities. And, and you want to be a place where, you know, you could play Xbox and Wii and just chill out and crash and nap and all that good stuff. So, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Hashtag this, Kyle Collinsworth sets the NCAA record for triple doubles. Hashtag more to come. He's already got five. This season? Yes. More to come this season? There's going to be at least one more this season. Okay. There's too much basketball. Look, right now, in 18 games, he put together five. Okay, that is an average of one about every 3.6 games. Okay, he's got at least, I don't know, eight, nine more games. Mm. So there could be two more, but on that average, he has to get at least one more. More to come for Kyle Collinsworth. Uh, I'm going to say hashtag white man can jump. <laughs> when I like that movie. Uh, no, but I, I like what Kyle has done. It, it was interesting to see uh, you know, a couple of, of articles and, and NBA scouts out there saying um, how he's a very underrated player. Uh, so I think it's an appropriate hashtag you know, to, to kind of say that, that, you know, hey, you know, a white guy's got skills, too. Absolutely. Right, Spencer? You could probably Absolutely. beat me, right? CBYU and Gonzaga, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Number four. Hashtag this. Another Mo Longy sighting at the Salt Lake City Airport. Hashtag modern day Bigfoot. <laughs> we can't talk to him. And so that makes this that much more intriguing. It's like, oh, there he is. They're right. from a distance. Take a picture. Send it out. Right. Get it on social Tweet media. It. 
It's to grab that, it. I love it. I love the buzz that this has created for BYU and BYU football. We have tweeted out that picture from the airport on our Twitter account, at BYU Sports Nation. Check it out. It's so funny. Uh, hashtag, will he even fit on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost thinking he should have, like, drove. I they mean, per- no, seriously, did they purchase two seats for I, him? I hope they may have to do three, you know, buy three seats. You know? <laughs> That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. I'm serious. Like, like, did they have to buy two seats? They for pro- him? You probably have to, right? Because yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna take up a lot of space. But nothing to do with him being fat. He's not fat. No, no, he's, he's solid. That's a just, solid four ten. Big. I'm just saying, four ten can't fit in like a you know 250 pound seat. Like it just doesn't make sense, you know, to me. You know, it he, makes sense to you. He is BYU's Bigfoot, <laughs> and it is real. Yeah, it is real. He's real. I wonder if he knows what happens on September 5th of this year. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 207. <laughs> I didn't even want to try that one. That was super awkward. That was really awkward. That was 207. Just, I, don't even, I don't even know. Just like it's going to be awkward uh, with my wife, you know. Anniversary. <laughs> oh, oh, what's man. in store for BYU basketball in the next five years? More of your tweets also coming up. Let's whip it! This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Big day. Dave Rose, five-year contract. West Coast Conference Players of the Week and Lexi Eaton and Kyle Collinsworth. And an official press conference that you can get all the details on from our Twitter account at BYU Sports Nation at 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain Time. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it, Brian? Um, should Jackson. be the coach. Should, should be, be the coach. Should be, I was gonna say Jackson. Are you gonna give it to Jackson? I like Jackson just because nice. of his answer. I like his answer that he gave me. Absolutely. Okay, Jackson Emery with our rising shout. And he's gonna help me with Andrew. What's in store for BYU basketball in the next five years? Continue to send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Thanks to Jackson Emery and Jeff Judkins and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. We're on demand on BYUTV.org slash BYUSN for the fabulous Brian Logan. I am Spencer Linton. We'll see you again tomorrow.